We're learning the Sicha Nitzavim in Chelek Chavdalid on page 188. This is a Sicha on a short Rashi in the beginning of this week's Parsha. And from there, the Rebbe will take us to a fundamental explanation and Indian regarding Rosh Hashanah. The Shir today is being learned, Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef, Ben Yamin, Ben Rabbi Menashe Kaltman. In Onib Sedra, in the beginning of this week's parsha, it speaks about the bris, the bond that Hashem made with all the Eden. And the Pasuk says, You go through for this bris with Hashem, in order to be established today for Him as a nation. So Rashi brings these words of the Pasik and on his Mefarish and explains. To such an extent, Hashem is making an effort in order for you to be standing or established in front of Him as a people, as a nation. So the obvious question here on this Rashi is What is the Rashi Mechadish in the Pirish from the Verter? What's novel here in what Rashi is saying regarding the simple translation of the words Laman Hakim on Pirish Rashi, as it's learned and translated without Rashi? Farshin learn, and so the commentaries here explain as follows. As Rashi is schwer, Rashi has the following question. The purpose of this bris that Hashem makes with Eden is not for the purpose in order to establish Eden as a people. Nor rather, that Yidin should be afraid of breaking this bond, and they should fulfill Teireh. This is a bris for the purpose for Yidin to fulfill mitzvahs. So why does the Pasik say that the purpose of the bris is in order to establish Yidin as a people, as his nation? So therefore Rashi answers and explains, as the Pasik Kupnit Zogandam Tzvek from the Krisis Bris. So that this Pasik Laman Hokim is actually not coming to explain the purpose of this bris. Nor does is a tam favos nichnas letroyach. It's coming to explain why Hashem is investing so much effort in this. Of the Mabish's Tirche Sukhirisain Bris mit Eden. Why is Hashem making such a tremendous effort to make the bris with Eden for the mitzvahs? And that's what the Pasuk here is saying. And as Rashi says afterwards, since Hashem spoke and Hashem has sworn to your ancestors that He will not exchange you for another people. This is the continuation of Rashi. So since Hashem promise that it will not exchange Yidin for another nation, so Kaviyachal Hashem must make a strong bond with Yidin regarding fulfilling Teirem Mitzvahs. So if Yidin will fulfill Teirem Mitzvahs, he will not be forced to distance or separate Yidin from himself as he has promised and sworn to our ancestors. So over here, in other words, Rashi is coming to explain why Hashem is making this bond. In other words, what Rashi is saying is follows. As the Laman Hakim Goyme, when the Pasik says these words, Laman Hakim, this is not an explanation, the reason for or what the bris is all about. It's 
It's not another, again, it's not the explanation of what the bris consists of. As Hakim Goimer is the matore from the Christus bris. To say that the purpose of this bris is to establish the Eden as a people. Not a time of kokach nichnas latroyach. It's only an explanation of why Hashem is getting involved in all of this. The tirche shalakalash baruchu is laman kedet sufazichirin as yidin velam blaib loy lom kashadibalach goimer. The reason Hashem is getting involved in this bris with Yidin is in order to make to be to to guarantee that Yidin will remain his people if they'll fulfill the mitzvahs, so the Abish will not be forced to separate from Yidin. That's the Pshat and the Rashi here. That Pidish, however, this explanation for what Rashi is saying here is a Benitvashtandik, is not understood. Why? That Inyan fun hokem This idea, what it says clearly in the Posik. That the bris is for Yidin to be Hashem's nation. On Shmiris and Mitzvahs. And this, that Yidin fulfill Mitzvahs, which is what the bris is all about. They're related, they're, they're independent one or the other. As it says in different Psukim, in Parshish Yisrael, in Parshish Bukhukaisa, and so on. And as these commentaries say, that they're connected. If Yidin fulfill mitzvahs, they can be Hashem's nation. Otherwise, Hashem is kaviyachol forced to separate from them. As we read in Vilna Chasrom, Oyvizan of Torah mitzvahs, that the Rebbe is a davim erachikzan. Hey, pachashvua sheni yachol libadl mikem. Rebbe has to distance them if they don't fulfill Torah mitzvahs. If so, there's no reason to change the simple pshat of the pasuk. So why do we have to come with a novel pshat in the pasuk and explain? As the Laman Hakim Goimer, when it says that the purpose of the bris is so that Yidin should be Hashem's people, and it's not going on. It's not an explanation what the bris consists of, as it seems to be clear in the Pasik that the bris is Laman in order for the Yidin to be Hashem's people. Rather, it's only coming to explain what's the purpose. Why is Hashem Bachlal getting involved in this, which is not clear in the Pasik? If the two points of the mitzvahs, the fulfillment of mitzvahs, and Yidin being Hashem's nation, are interrelated, so then you can learn the Pasik simply. And Rashi wouldn't even have to explain anything. As the Matara from the Avruch of Bris, the simple Pshara the Pasik, that the purpose of this Bris, the Kris's Bris of Shmiris and Mitzvahs, the Bris, which is Taka for Mitzvahs, is Laman Hakim Ois Chagayim, Eloilam, Vuyilchal Elekim. That when Yidim will fulfill mitzvahs, so then they'll be Hashem's nation. As Dorach Kim, Atayra Mitzvahs, on Yidin Veren, Loilam, on the Rebishta Elochal Elekim. Since Yidin fulfilled Tayro Mitzvah, so then the Yidin will be Hashem's people and he will be their God. So you can leave the Pasik in the simple Pshat. Why is it necessary to, to explain over here that the Laman Hakim is not connected directly to the Bris that the Pasik speaks about before? No, Chazach is Nidglatik, Lutin Pirish There's another point here which is not smoothly understood according to the Pshat that the Mepharshim say. The Pirish Zekumtois, according to this Pshat that they say, it comes out as follows. As the Chidush from Rashi is Nitin Diverte Hokim Oischa Hayoim Loilam. Rashi is not saying anything different than the simple meaning of these words in the Pasik. Nobloiz Invart Laman. Rashi here is coming to explain how to translate the word Laman. And according to these Mepharshim, what Rashi is clarifying is as follows. As does Batsitzich Nit. 
zum Lavracha bebrez geime versteht im Friedigen Passik. It's not continuing and explaining the bris that's mentioned in the Passover before, nor of kolkach und nichnas lotreich. Rather, it's coming to explain why, what's the purpose of Hashem getting involved in this, in this whole bris. Other, or to put it in another way, the Mepharshim's pshat, according to in, in Rashi here, is reinterpreting or a different translation to the word leman. Other as their leman do it bishvil. The word leman over here does not mean what you would think. It usually means that it's coming to explain what's the purpose of this bris. It's for the sake of bishvil the matar of What this bris will be accomplishing. It's for the purpose that it will accomplish in the future that Eden will be Hashem's nation. That's not the pshat. The bris is not. For the Eden to be Hashem's nation, the, the bris is for the, the mitzvahs. Nor lefi, the word leman over here is explaining says an It's explaining what Hashem is doing here, going on the past, because Hashem favos Why is Hashem getting involved in this? Because He had promised that the Eden will be His nation, and therefore Hashem wants to be sure that He won't have a reason to change that. So it's explaining the motivation, not explaining what's being accomplished by this bris. That's the translation of Laman in this case. However, according to this pshat, so why is Rashi bringing in the Pasik? In the Dibur HaMaschal, Dibur, the meaning Dibur HaMaschal is that this is the Dibur that begins the whole point of the Rashi. And then again, not only the Dibur HaMaschal, but later in the Piddush itself, the Aleph Verter, Laman, Kai Moischal, Lefanov, Laam, more or less quoting the Pasik again. So twice Rashi quotes the Pasik, the part of the Pasik that he really doesn't comment on at all. The question goes even further. Rashi is Mishane for Noshna Kosov. Rashi quotes the Pasik, but he switches some words from the Pasik. Aleph number one. In Pasik state, Hokim. On Rashi Zokt Kayam. The Pasik says Hashem is coming to establish, and Rashi uses the term Kayam, which means that Eden will be. But we'll see soon, the Rebbe will explain what's the exact difference between Kayam and Hokim. But Rashi is switching this word. Beis, the Pasik Zogt Loilam, to him for a nation. On Rashi is Mishane, Lufan of Lam, in front of him as a nation. Gimel, Rashi is Mashmit, Demvar, Tayyim. Rashi skips the word of the Pasik where it says Hayyim. So what's going on over here? Why is Rashi sort of misquoting the Pasik? There's no reason for Rashi to quote this part of the Pasik at all. But when he quotes it, we see clearly that Rashi is switching things here. So from them is Mochach. So from all this, it's clear. As the Chiddush in Pirish Rashi, that what's the main idea that Rashi is coming to explain here? Is nit in diverte kolkachu nichnas it's not, the key here is not in these words of Kolkachu, Nichnas, Latreach, the effort that Hashem is investing here. With which Rashi begins. Rather, in these words, Rashi is clarifying the Pshat and the Pasik. Rashi is not simply quoting the Pasik. Rather, Rashi is explaining the meaning of the Pasik. As the Taishun Hokim in them Pasik is Kayam. Hokim here should be installed as Kayam. On Laila'am, the term Loy over here means Lafan of Lam, in front of him as a nation. So that, this is the main key over here. 
Manashi quotes it in his Dibra Maschal and then explains it in his Piddish. This is the main Chiddush of this Rashi. So what's Taka the Chiddush here? And the change in these new terminologies that Rashi is explaining and introducing into the Pasuk. So the Bia so the explanation here is as follows. Rashin Arto Akashib Shuto. So first let's understand what's really the question that's bothering Rashi. It's not the Laman, as it ever proved, that you can learn the Pshat of the Pasuk simply. Rather, Rashi is bothered by a simple question. As the crisis bris is laman hakim oischa hayoyim loylam, that here Hashem is making a bond with Yidden to establish them today as a nation. As Yidden veren hayoyim in den tog when kinsam moishlof ne kadosh baruch hu biyoyim moisay oiv kishdelt at sanam la kadosh baruch hu. It's this day when Moshe Rabbeinu passes away and he speaks to Yidden. Now they're being established as a nation. Biyais Yidden zanashim from lang by matan teire gevaren anam kimufurish bekam epsukim. A long time earlier, 40 years before, at the time of Matan Teireh, Yidin were established already as a nation, as it says clearly in different psukim. So what does this mean all of a sudden today they're being established as a nation? Now, what's the far? Because of this question, we have a similar question in other psukim as well. When the Pasuk Zog, there's a Pasuk earlier in Pashas Kisave where it says, Hayoyim hazeni salam. On this day you've become a people, a nation. Bavarn Klaich Rashi, Sarashi immediately explains, as the Smaintnit as in Yenem Tog, Nihiyei Salam. Doesn't mean literally that they became a people on this day. Nor Bukhal Yoim Yiu Be'enecha Ki'ilu Hayoim Basi'im Oibibris. Rather, you have to envision and see every day as the day, as the original day that you came into this bris with Hashem. Al Derech Zayatun Pasik Hayemezah Vaila Kechel Mitzavcha Gaime. On this day Hashem commands you. So it doesn't mean literally that they even received the mitzvahs on this day. That every day it has to be new. As if the command was today. When the Pasuk says that Hashem separated you today and you, you chose Hashem as well to be His, uh, the day should be our God. So what does the word Hayoyim over here mean? That comes following the Pasuk before where it says It doesn't mean that this begins today, but it means it should be Chadashim today, as if it happened today. So over here, the question is, how are we to understand when it says, Why does the Pasuk say Hayoyim? Here when the Pasuk says Hayoyim, it doesn't mean that today Hashem is establishing Yidin as a nation. Nor Kayam. Kayam means something else. So Oifhalten Yidin Altanam. To sustain the Yidin, to maintain this, that Yidin are a nation. And this is connected to an action that Hashem does to sustain this, that Yidin are his people. However, it's still possible as the Noch later on, if Yidin later on or in later generations, and will not be the way it should, there should be a change to this connection or level of Yidin as being Hashem's nation. Is the Reif to Fundembris? 
So here, this is the bris on the day Moshe passes away in the beginning of our parsha. That today Hashem is making a new bris to sustain or to maintain this to even our people. This brings a kiyom that this should last forever. This explains why it's specifically over here with this bris where the Pasuk emphasizes that this is a bris with all future generations. Even though it's true regarding the bris at Matan Teireh. Hashem gives the Teireh for all Yidin, for all future generations. But specifically over here, the point of this bris is not just to create this new nation, but it's about maintaining the Yidin as Hashem's nation forever and ever. So this is the point that Rashi is saying when Rashi switches from Hokim to Kayom, which explains that this is going to be forever. That's why Rashi over here does not say the word Hayoyim that it says in the Pasik, because Rashi wants you to understand that the point over here is the Kayom. Hokam Oizcha Hayoyim, Rashi replaces that by Kayom, that the main point over here is not just what's being created new today, but what's going to be maintained forever and ever. Frek, However, it's still an obvious question that even a child asks. If the first bris that was made at the time of Matan Teireh, there is a possibility for a change, is why is the second bris any stronger than the first bris? How is this different and stronger? That here there won't be any change with the second bris. It's Rashi Magdim. That's why Rashi begins and says, that Hashem is investing a lot of effort in this. Which means as follows. By them, by them is the Hashem invests himself with a unique effort. Hashem is completely dedicating himself and putting himself inside this. The Hashem goes through with Yidin in a bris. When a bris is made with Yidin, so then you place on one side and another side, whatever it is, and the two that are making, the two entities making the bris, go in between. And here Hashem Himself comes together with Yidin in this bris. So there's a very special involvement and investment of Hashem in this bris. As the bris this bris is also connected to an oath. So therefore it had a completely different kind of effect, an absolute effect on Yidin, was the Ribbit is in them It connects Yidin with such a strong bond where it's impossible for there to be any change. In Yidin, during the bris, is Rashi Madgish the Mit, what says this Mishane from Lashon Akaso, Lailam, and is Medayik as the Smeint, Laman Gaimel, Lofan of Lam. So this effect on Yidin, that here it's this bris that can't change, Rashi highlights by saying the word Lofanov, that when the Pasik says Lailam, it really means that here Yidin is standing Lofanov. The Chilok Tzavishan Lailam and Lofanov Lam. The difference between the term loy or lefanov is loy la'am meant as that am geherzem oibishn. That's Hashem's nation. It's zayner anam. Lefanov la'am. However, when you say the term lefanov, 
meant as their am is nitno zayne. It's not just the fact that these are his people. Yes, they are they are Hashem's people, they, but they could be in a distant place, they could be dis, dis, disconnected. Rather, they are there and they're standing right in front of him. They are standing in front of him together with him. That's what the term Lefanov means. As the Pasik says in the beginning, that the Yidna standing Lefnei. So we hear the loy following the lufnei means lufnei. And the far in dem bris. And this is the reason why this bris is different and there's no changes in this bris. Then when his blois when Yidin are Hashem's nation, however, that could be even in a manner which is distant. So this makes it possible that Yidin should not necessarily live and experience this, that Hashem has chosen them. So then this can lead to changes. Through the fact that Hashem creates a connection and a bond with Yidin to the point that Yidin are always standing and feel that they're in front of Hashem, zusammen with Him, together, is menfarzichet, as es wird nicht sein, kein schum chalishus in dem Christus Pris. This guarantees that there will never be anything that will weaken or minimize this bond that Yidin have with Hashem. That's, it's a new kind of bris, a bris of a different nature altogether. That's the pshat here and what Rashi is saying in the Pasik of Laman, Hokim, Oischa, Hayoim, Loi, Loam. So Rashi is explaining to us the significance of this bris in addition to the bris that there was by Matan Teireh. So here the Rebbe will take us to the Yena Shal Teireh and Rashi, the deeper understanding in Rashi, and then Pirish Rashi Zetman Boilet. In this Rashi we could see very clearly. We Rashi, we Pirushi and together with the fact that Rashi's main focus is to explain the literal and simple Pshat of the Pasik, when you read Rashi, every single word Rashi writes is necessary for the understanding of Pshat. In the very same words, there is also a hint to deeper things, secrets, the wine of Taira. The point that Rashi explains it here, according to the simple pshat, as the reivtu from the embrace, pashtet and dem, vasidin zene gevaron lefon of loam. The fact that Yidin are being elevated to a deeper connection to Hashem, to be in front of Hashem. Vet mevuer nochmer is explained much better on his masim mitn pirish and alt nereb, and this goes along with the way the alt nereb explains in Lakut Teira from Heintek and Sedre in dem vart am. When the Al-Tareb explains what the word Am over here means, Am is literally t- translated people, the nation, as the smaint, need with the taich, from Am, become a mekaimis. Over here, the term Am does not mean as it means in other places. Meloshin oimemais, the word Am also could mean that this is like coals that are very dim. So, what this indicates is that people that are not connected. They're, they're, they're dim and sort of disconnected from the source, from the Ebishter himself, the king. That's usually what Am means. So it shows on a certain chesaren, narfaket. In our case, says the Alter Rebbe, the word Am means, <speaking in Hebrew> that Eden are like Hashem and related and, and similar. 
Und der Mann hat gemeist, dass er Leila am, ist das, was der Reibischte heute auf jeden Ad beginnt, mach Schaue Halljene. This is what this priest refers to is that Hashem elevates Yidin to the level of Machshav Al-Yayna. That's the content of this priest. So this is exactly the point that Rashi here says, Lafan of Lam, but in Lakut Teira, this is explained with a much deeper Hasbur of Pichsidis, what this means that Yidin get elevated to the level of Machshav. Here though, going forward in the Sikha, the Rebbe will explain another point of Yayna Shal that we could learn from this Rashi. And this will take us into a big discussion regarding Rosh Hashanah. On this pasuk of Atam Nitzav Mayim, Zakta Al Terebe as Hayoyim Koyal Rosh Hashanah. The term Hayoyim, what is that? Today, it refers to Rosh Hashanah. On his Mivaya, as Yede Rosh Hashanah, Davzain, Dem Zichroin, Habris, Zvashiyidin mit Nebishin. Every Rosh Hashanah, a Yid has to remember this bond between Yidin and Hashem. Al Derech Zezem Mevayid Psukim Analim Parshas Savay. Similar, the Alter Rebbe explains in Lukot Teira in the beginning of Parshas Kisavay when it says Hayoyim Azeh Avayla Kechem Mitzavcha Goyme, and then it's Avaya Marta Yim Goyme, Avaya Mircha Hayoyim Lis Loy Laams Gula Goyme. So here in those Psukim it also says Hayoyim Azeh, and then it says Hayoyim Al Das Gate of the Krisis Bris, but Svet Oiv Geton Berashashana. The day Hayoyim refers to a new bond between Hashem and Yidden that is accomplished and happens every Rosh Hashana. Based on what we learned before in the explanation of Rashi, as the two psukim and the two fanim in the crisis bris, zwischen jeden mit neibischen, that these two psukim just quoted here are really a description of two different bonds, two different bris that Hashem makes with Hashem. Leois loilan, there's one is that even become a nation. In the Pasuk in Parshish Kisavai, it's describing what Hashem did by Matan Teira when Hashem made us into a nation, the first bris. And then in our Parsha, Unhokim, which Rashi says here means Kayam Aischa Gaimer Loi, which means Lufan of Laam, that here Hashem is taking this bris to a much deeper level in order that it should be maintained forever. It's a new level of a bris. So then what this means is, since the Alter Rebbe says that both of these psukim refer to Rosh Hashanah, on Rosh Hashanah, every year, the Ebesh is renewing the first bris of Matan Teireh and the bris over here of our Pasha of Pasha Shnitzavim. So to understand the significance of these two bris, and we can understand this, in the Ha'oris from Tatan of Zayar, to explain... What the Rebbe's father writes in his comments on Zayar, what is Mefadish, there the Rebbe's father explains, as Eichte Posik, Hayoyim Azen, Yeisalaam, Gate of Rosh Hashanah. So he explains over there this, this Posik, that Hayoyim Azen, Yeisalaam, which is another Posik that was quoted earlier in the Sikhe, which is in Parshas Kisavay as well. So that Posik also refers to Matan Teire. And this is the words of the Rebbe's father. Veda Shaha Posik Kazet. When it says Hayoyim Hazeh, what's Hayoyim Hazeh? What's this day? It refers to Rosh Hashanah. And Zeu Hayoyim Hazeh. And therefore the title refers to it as Hazeh. Shakoi al Hayoyim Rosh Hashanah because the term Hazeh hints to Rosh Hashanah. Shenikra Zeh, Kamoy Shayimrim, as we say, Zeh Hayoyim Tchilis Masecha. When davening, Zeh Hayoyim Tchilis Masecha. And Vahula Maila Min Bachafei Be'elol Nivra'ilam. The Zeh Hayoyim is on a higher level then Chafeyel, which was the first day of creation, and Zayim, which refers to Rosh Hashanah, was the sixth day of creation. And this point will be explained soon in the Sikha here. Now, the Rebbe's father continues, 
and then Yidin became a people. And here he quotes the Pasik that we're talking about in our parasha, Laman Hakim, that Yidin become Hashem's nation. And this Pasik as well refers to Rosh Hashanah. As you look in the Kutateira, Ayin Sham, with Al-Tarab explains the significance of the Bris today referring to Rosh Hashanah. This is the words of the Rebbe's father. So the question here on this is as follows. The fact that the Rebbe's father compares the two psukim of Ayyem Azeh Salam and the Pasuk of Laman Hakim Oyscha Hayyem Loylam Salam that could be understood. Even though earlier we explained that these are two different brisen. He's just comparing it to bring a proof for the general idea as the that this the are Hashem's nation is connected to this day of Rosh Hashanah. So true, there's two aspects to this, the Yidin are Hashem's nation, the original bris and the second bris, but you see that the bris of Yidin being Hashem's nation is related to the day of Rosh Hashanah. That's why the Rebbe's father is comparing this to Psukim. And then, the Rebbe's father is Metzayim to look at the Teireh, there he says clearly that the Hayyim goes on Rosh Hashanah, and regarding which Pasuk does the Alter Rebbe look at the Teireh say this, if the Pasuk, Laman Hoikam Eish so because Alter Rebbe says regarding that Pasik, so the Rebbe's father is bringing from the Pasik here in Hakim, Laman Hakim Ois Hayyem Leilam, to prove it regarding Hayyem Azeh Miyei Salam. But the question, however, is, Metafo B'Fashtein Deraye, Azayim Azeh, Gate of Rosh Hashanah, Vail Rosh Hashanah Nikrezeh. Why is the Rebbe's father pointing out, you know why the Pasik of Hayyem Azeh Miyei Salam refers to Rosh Hashanah because it doesn't say just Hayyem. It says Hayyem Azeh. The fact that the word Hayyim here means Rosh Hashanah is not because of the word Zeh. The term Hayyim itself is a hint for Rosh Hashanah. The expression that the Rebbe says in the Torah in Parshish Kisavai, When the Pasuk where it says Hayyim, it refers to Rosh Hashanah, not because of the Hazeh. On the source of this is with the Ramaz, the Ramaz on the Zoya, which is pointed to there in Lakota Taira, is Mevaye as Nikra Hayoim, Lafishu Hayoim, Hashishi, Shaboy, Nivra, Odom, Arishon, Hayoim, Hayadua. It's called Hayoim with a Hey. It's this known day, the day that Odom, Arishon was created in. So that's the term Hayoim. The Rebbe's father says that the proof we have that this day is Rosh Hashanah is because it says the term Zet. And not because it says Hayyim and it speaks about Om and it's similar to the Hayyim that it says Hayyim is a Hakim, which Alter Rebbe brings look at the Torah. Why is the Rebbe's father saying that it's because of the word Hazet? To me, is not starker. The question here is stronger. In the Ha'ara Gufe, bringt the gleich the noch canal, then Pasik, Laman, Hakim, Oisra, Hayyim, Loyla, Shekayor, Shashana. Immediately, the Rebbe's father brings this Pasik of Hakim, Hayyim, and here it just says Hayyim, and Dodge, Dayton, Nitayim, Azeh. Doesn't say the term Azeh. While there is a state in Tazeh, and Pasik, Atanit, Savma, Yayim, was Koyor, Shashana. In the first Pasik of the Pasha, which Alt Rebbe says goes on Shashana, also doesn't say Azeh. 
So the connection of all these psukim to Rosh Hashanah seemingly has nothing to do with the term Ayayim Azeh. It's just the fact that it says Ayayim. So what's the pshat here? No, so rather what we must say is, Rosh Hashanah Atzmai Zenendot Bechines. It's both, both are true. There are two levels in the psukim that speak about Rosh Hashanah. There is a level of Rosh Hashanah that's referred to as not just Ayayim, but Ayayim Azeh. In this Pasik, which the father is commenting on, is Rosh Here, what's relevant is this aspect of Rosh Hashanah. And then there's another level, which is referred to as Ayayim. Simply Ayayim is also a level of, refers to Rosh Hashanah. And also, these psukim refer to Rosh Hashanah. So, what we what we see here is the Rebbe's father is is showing us that Rosh Hashanah has these two levels, Hayyim and Ayyim Azeh. So, what are these two levels of Hayyim and Ayyim Azeh, which is connected, as we'll see, to the two brisen that we spoke about before, the bris of Liyais Leilam and the bris of Kayim Eischa Loy or Lefanov Laam. So the explanation of these two levels are as follows. Just a term Ayayim, today. That doesn't just say simply Yayim, but Hayayim, the known day. However, it's not the same as when you say this day. It's not only a day that we know of, which could be b'seichel v'cholu, you know of it by information that you get in your seichel. Now, zeh, zeh means something that's open and revealed to you to a much greater extent. Something that you could yourself point to with your finger. You see it right in front of you. So, hayoyim, yoyim daytime means revelation. Hayoyim, the known day, means something that's known to you very clearly. Something that's really fully revealed. But then when it says, that's something that's right in front of you, like Zeh Keli Van Veyo. So here the Rebbe brings a very Gishmak Ipshat that we can understand with this, a difference in an expression in the words of Rashi. One letter, the difference in what Rashi says in one Pasuk where it says, and in a Pasuk where it only says, when the Pasik says that Hashem commands the mitzvahs today, is Rashi Mefarish, mitzvahs should not be like some old letter that you got to fulfill. It should be like new. But here, when Rashi says Chadosh, he says, it should be like new. What's the being demanded here in this Pasik is not completely on the level that it's new literally, but like new. The Pasuk we quoted before, Here the Pasuk says, That mitzvahs have to be in your eyes every day new. Without that chav, that it should be like new. A yid could bring himself to the level that the mitzvahs are literally new. Today, Yidin came with Basin, Zakt Rashi, Shiyo Divre Taira Chadoshim Alecha. Taira is new. Not like new, but new. What's the difference? The difference why Rashi says here Chadoshim and Chadoshim, and not the Kichadoshim, like by 
So this is emphasizing that Matan is so real and so powerful that the truth of it is true today with the same exact extent as it is originally. It's totally here revealed. It is not a bad spot. You can point, you see it in front of your eyes. So it's literally new. There's no change at all. Since in the Pasuk it does not say the term as that, Pirushai, so here the meaning is, as the talk of Matanteire is Faran on Yudua Bechoyen, that the effect of Matanteire is known and is here every single day. But since it's, the Pasuk does not say Set, so it's not on the level where you can point with it, to, to it with your finger, is a Snar Kechadosha, Here the Pasuk is speaking about a different level, a lower level, that it's like Nu, the Matanteire was once. And the effect of it is very powerful, and therefore it's likened, but it's not exactly like something which is right in front of you. This is the explanation of these two terminologies, Hayoyim and Hayoyim Azeh. So now, the Rebbe will relate this back to Rosh Hashanah. These are the two levels we have as well regarding Rosh Hashanah. As we say, Musaf and Rosh Hashanah, Aleph, Zeh Hayoyim Tchilis Masecha. So here we say Zeh Hayoyim, and Bei Zikarayim Luyoyim Rishayim. This is a remembrance for the first day, meaning the Yom Rishon is not now. It's only a Zikarim for the Yom Rishon. This refers to the sixth day of creation, Yom Briyas Adam, the day that the human being, Adam Rishon, was created. When Adam is created, this brings a revelation of the level of Zet. What does Zet mean? With the creation of Adam Edition, you have a godly revelation literally here below, completely. A full total revelation of the Eibishter is by Nishmas Adam. In the Nishama of Adam Edition, in the Nishama of Ayid, you have a full godly revelation. That is the sixth day of creation. Then when it says, a remembrance for the first day, gate of Chafayelo, Yom Rishon the Maiseberesh. This refers to the first day of creation, Chafayelo, was is Pchinas Koi, which is described as a level of Koi. What does the term Koi mean? In the Mtog, Hatzachayv Keton, the Ikkechidishayelam. On this day was the entire world came to be, they wish to create the world. However, the godly involvement and revelation in the world is only in a manner of Koi. Similar to the Kachadosha that Rashi says, was vaist as mezetnet lizach alein. In creation, you cannot see godliness directly as is. Mezet blaze ademus an upspiegling from the mezach. You can only see a an upspiegling, a reflection of of the of the of the ademus of the Ebeshter, but not the thing itself. In vel tatzachnet gezen the chiddush byifum from marim betzpa. Within the world itself, you cannot see godliness itself directly. All you see is a reflection of the image of Hashem. The godly power that creates the world is on its own, concealed in the world. So therefore, this is quite like you can only see a demos, an image of Hashem reflected in the world. That's the zikara in Rishon. 
Aber, however, what are we saying on Rosh Hashanah when we say that on this day, besides, that's the direct and open godly revelation in the Neshama of Ayid, but then besides that, it's also as a currently Yom Rishon. What are we saying here? Over here, this that Hashem is involved and is creating the world. The fact that Hashem creates the world, which began on Chafayelol. So this is again renewed on Hashanah. Because today, everything is drawn into the world and revealed through the actions of, of Yidin, of the people here in the world. Even this, to create the world as is, not the direct God, the revelation, the Nisham of Yid himself, but the creation of the world also comes through the Aved of Yidin in this world. Unlike the first time in creation, it was created, Hashem creates the world with the Hell of Esther. So that's what we're saying here. And then also Zikara in Liyayim Risha, and that today is a day that even the Bria itself is also connected to Yidin and dependent on Yidin. Now, what's the significance of this? That not only the Yidin themselves, they are a revelation of godliness in the world, but creation depends upon Yidin. The fact that Rosh Hashanah also has this in, in it. That in, in Rosh Hashanah, the entire creation is renewed again. Isn't it This is not a side point that happens to be also on Rosh Hashanah on this day, on the sixth day of creation. As you may think that the main point there is what is today? Today is the sixth day of creation. The day Adam Rishon was created, not the day of beginning of creation in general. Elamai, because there's a rule that everything in creation today comes through the Amshacha of Aveda, so therefore the Bria as well is renewed today. No, it's not a sign point. No, rather, does Kumtal Tzitzah the Fun was Hashanah Vetnis Chadish Darim Fuzayim Tchilis Masecha. This is an outcome. It's a direct outcome from the fact that on Rosh Hashanah, what, what is really renewed on this day, the Zehayim, the Gilei Lekos Vosashayach Tzim Adam, the revelation of godliness which is related to the Yid, to his Neshama. As a result of that revelation to the Neshama of a Yid, it also brings a renewal and creation Bechlal on a different level. It's an outcome of it. How is this? Why is it an outcome? Yes, so there's the following marshal that's brought from this from Adam. Person gets involved in work because of a certain pleasure or desire that he has for this. Is from the Malach, but then over time he gets exhausted, he gets tired from the work. So he has to stop a moment and inspire himself and remind himself what was that original motivation, the pleasure that I had to get involved in this. And then through the fact that this person will again inspire and bring again to the surface this pleasure that he has in this work, what happens? So it's not only that now he has pleasure in what he's doing, but this will automatically give vigor and energy into his hands. And the action of the malacha, as he's on nidzayim berifyan yidayim, but it shouldn't be done with a tiredness and with a heaviness. So the tainog that you reveal in the person will also transform even the action and the way the person's doing the actual work itself. That's the mashal. So 
So the same could be said also regarding Rosh Hashanah as far as Hashem creating the world. But Rosh Hashanah is Tamlichuni. Rosh Hashanah is when we reveal the kingdom of Hashem in the world. We reveal once again the pleasure of Hashem, the inner purpose of Hashem for being a king, for creating the world. This is bringing the deepest revelation of the Eibishter. This is the real purpose in the Pnimius of Hashem in creation, which is related to Yidin, to Teirah and Mitzvahs. That is what we reveal in the Melucha of the Eibishter in the world on Rosh Hashanah. Automatically, this brings a completely new, fresh re- revelation and meaning to the existence of the world, the Asiya aspect of the world, the lower aspect of the world, also automatically gets invigorated by this new revelation of the Tainug of Hashem in the world. We'll move on. And now from this, it's understood another point. We bowed as the Chiddush from Briyas, Vachayasayim, Rosh Hashanah, so since now, on Rosh Hashanah, the fact that we're renewing the energy of the world in general, so this is not renewed like on Chofei Be'elol, which is the day of the creation itself, the beginning of creation. But rather it's an outcome of the fact that the deeper revelation and the more direct and open revelation to Yidin in the world is becoming revealed. And as a result... The world itself becomes included and it gets it reveals in the world what the true existence of the world itself is. Is the slagamri heche from the chiddush olam v'yerz gaven So this is totally different and a completely higher level than the world being created on chafayel. That inyan for chiddush olam was tutzachayif berosh hashanah because the the chiddush renewing the world every rosh hashanah is not as a zayin felt. It's not that Hashem desired that there should be a world. That the world should exist as an existence. Nor as in Velta Zangilia Lukus. Rather, what we're renewing over here is, is the purpose of the world, the timing of the Melucha of Hashem in the world, that the world should be a place that reveals godliness. The Zeh from Rosh Hashanah. The Zeh, which is the open, direct, godly revelation to the Nisham of Eid, Nimshach in Dem Kai. This affects and reveals also that the world itself is, is also included in this, is also for this purpose. And this is what actually happened when Adam Rishon was created on Yom Shishi. It's not only that there's a revelation of godliness, the Zeh in Adam himself, Adam Rishon comes and invites all people and all, or not people, he was the only one, but all creations in the world to come and join, to bow and to, to, to serve Hashem. So this is the Chafei Elul aspect within the Yom Shishi that Adam Rishon comes and brings the entire world into this. However, it still has to be clarified, is da achille gadol tzvishin dem gilei elikus shebeha Adam on the gilei elikus velt. Although through the revelation in Adam, so this extends to, and this includes as well the entire world, but there still is a big difference between the godly revelation in Adam himself and the Neshama of Ayid and the extension of that as it includes the world as well. By the Neshama of Ayidin is the Chriyas Mechus Alakos Zeh. Ayid sees the Abishter directly for what he is, the truth of the Abishter, unf- unfiltered uh, directly, the, 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 what, what it is. That's Zeh. 
Mashenkin and Veld is Eichmas is made elokus, even when the Chafei Elo, the creation of the world, is connected to its purpose, the Tainog, and therefore you see its godly existence. Is there Eir Nid Kolkach? But nevertheless, within the existence of the world, the godly revelation is not as revealed, it's not as direct. On that is Meir Blois and an Eifim from the Mus Canal, it's still in the world only as a reflection, not directly as it is in the Nisham of Ayid, and Nisham of Ayid sees Elokus directly. This is the point, this is the two points here of Zayayim and Zikaron Leyayim Rishayim, which is related to the two levels of Ayayim and Ayayim Azaz, as we'll see the Rebbe will explain soon in the continuation of the Sikha. Now, an additional important point over here regarding the fact that Hashashon is not only the Zayayim, the connection or the revelation of the Ebeshter in, in the Nisham of Ayid, but also in the world in general, but Hashashon, Yayim Briyas Adam Zeh, that not only within the Yid, but also in the world in general, it reveals its purpose, its godly existence, is The point here is not only as explained, that it's not a side point, but it's actually an automatic result of revealing the truth and the essence of the Ebeshter in Yidin, so automatically this invigorates the entire world. Nor, furthermore, the fact that it has this automatic effect on the world in general is actually the main purpose, one of the main points of Rosh Hashanah. And this, to the point that we see, as the Iker Hadin from Rosh Hashanah is Allah Gufais. Rosh Hashanah is also a Yem Adin, a day of judgment, regarding what is the main judgment on the bodies, on the physical and material needs of the person. Was is verbunden in the mid, and this is connected to the fact, was dies galus. Von pnimis ratzne alien, darf nimschuch werden, lamata, les labesh begashmias. The whole point of Rosh Hashanah is that the deepest the desire of Hashem, the deepest tainug and the will of Hashem, has to be expressed in the Gashmias Dafka. That's the whole purpose. Weil afapi as the gile lekos and anayfen von zet. Because even though revealing the Ebeshter directly, it just isn't the Madam, as it isn't the Nisham of Ayid, is feel hecha from dem gilev, is vert oifgetan im velt kanal, is much greater, much more direct than the revelation that there is in the world, even when you reveal godliness in the world. Von deswegen, but nevertheless, is the Shleimus in yina giloi, wenn es nem durch allen yonem. What is full revelation, full revelation is, it extends everywhere. There's no aspect that's not part of the truth of what Hashem is. Even the lowest levels in existence in the world, again, Madregis in Velechas is not the lowest levels where there isn't that direct vision to see Hashem, nor a level where you can only see a reflection of Hashem. But the fact that the Abish is reflected even there. So the, the truth of the Ebesha is so powerful and so true that even in a place which seems to be not in and not directly the Ebesha, the Ebesha is there as well. That's the ultimate purpose and the ultimate extent of the Ebesha's revelation. That's the Shleimus. An example for this, this can be understood from what the Rambam says regarding a Chacham. So the Rambam says, just like a Chacham is recognized by his great wisdom, so to this Chacham should be recognized in the way he acts, even the way he eats, and so on. So what does this really mean? 
What's the sign of a true wise individual? Is when sein Chachme is nicke, nit nor dorten, wo sein Mohus Chachme is begili, pili mudai. It's not only that his wisdom is expressed in the place of wisdom, in that mode where he's now thinking in his seichel. When is he a truly wise individual when his wisdom becomes who he is? It identifies him fully. Every fiber of his being, every movement he makes, you can see, oh, this is a movement of a wise person. A person that has chachme, but the chachme remains in the world of chachme, and otherwise you don't see any chachme in him, so then he's not a true chacham. Meaning the chachme is not, is, is not real. What's chachme? Chachme is the emes. Where, where do you see that the emes fully is him, it permeated him, when it's in every fiber of his being? In Eichen and Yarm Tachtainim Shubai, rather when you could see it also in the lowest parts of the person. And they seemingly have no relation to the aspect of his wisdom. However, if they are also in sync with his wisdom, so what does that mean? That his understanding, his wisdom is real, it's true, it's 100%, and therefore every aspect of him expresses it. It's the same thing also with Gilead Lakos, that although the Zeh is the level and the place where you have full and open direct revelation, and that's in the Nisham of Ayid, but nevertheless, the fact that Zeh, that, that Zeh is revealed in every aspect of creation, including in the place which is only Koi, only the image of Hashem, that expresses the Shlemus of the Abishter that is everywhere, that's everything. So now after all of this, we come back to connect this, the two aspects of Rosh Hashanah, to the two expressions of the Pasek, Hayoyim and Hayoyim so there is Yidin becoming a nation, the first Bris at Matan Teire, and there the Pasik uses the term Zeh. And here in our parsha, when it says Laman Hokim Loilam, that Eden are going to be maintained as a nation forever, here the Pasuk only says Hayyim Stam. Not the word Zeh, rather related to the term Koi. So this is connected to the two points that we explained till here. The Tzvei Bechines, Fun Zeh Un Koi, in them Adam Atzmai. Everything that was explained regarding revelation of the Ebeshter in the Yid, and then the revelation of the Ebeshter in the world, so applying that to the person himself, Zen Nishmasai V'Gufai. It's the Yid's Nisham and the Yid's body. Other, or even you can divide the Nisham itself, the essence of the Nisham of the Yid. And the part of the Nisham that comes down and relates to a body. So now, this is the point of the difference between the first and the second bris. At Matan Teireh, the very essence of connection, the bris, is created. Yid become Hashem's people. This bris is to bring out the neshama of Ayid. By the neshama of Ayid, godliness is revealed directly. The neshama sees the mohos of Alakos. So now, as long as Yidin wore in a desert, completely removed of any physical things in the world, is So this bris was enough to maintain their connection to Hashem. So this is creating the bris, bringing out the neshama of a Yid, which is removed of any other layers in the person's existence. 
But here at the end of 40 years, when Yidin are about to enter into Eretz Yisrael, and Eretz Neshaveh, a settled land, is nit genug di krisis bris shemitzad la So here, it's not enough, that original bris, where the neshama has its neshama connection. In order that this connection to Hashem should remain, even when a Yid has to come down and get involved in the material matters of the world, is das durchdem, was the krisis bris, shemitzad an neshame, vert oifgeton, oichendem neshame, hamalobeshes and gof. So we hear, you have to deepen this bond, and the bond should even be real and be connected to the physical aspect of the person, the neshame that relates to the body. By your days and then, mitten gufatzmoy. It's a bris with the very body of the yid itself. As oichen dem matzev, that even the body of a yid, zon zayin lefon of loam, should be close and in front of Hashem. Al derechana, we begin as zet, just like the level of zet, which is one with Hashem, which is the neshama connection, that nimshach and tutayf in the imbechinas kai, so too kai, which refers to the guf of a yid, should also experience the same bris, the same level of connection to Hashem. And here it seems like the Rebbe is saying that the Zeh and the Kai become totally one. Not like in the Velt, when it comes to Velt, when the revelation is in the Metzius of the world, it's still never the same as it is in the Zeh. But over here we're all talking about the Neshama and the Gulf of Ayid, and the Bris, including the Gulf, becomes the same level as the Zeh. This brings to it that the bris becomes something that lasts forever. In every situation that Yidin is found, here is where the true connection of the Ebishter is so powerful, it's the essence of Hashem. Nothing will change it. And the entire person is enveloped and included in this. So for this, there can't be any change. So now therefore, when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, and this bond of Hashem with Yidin becomes awakened once again from new. Yidin are 100% sure, and even already from before Rosh Hashanah, that they'll be meritorious in the judgment of Rosh Hashanah. In addition to spiritual matters relating to the Neshama connection, it should also be so in physical matters. Literally, was then a related to the body of a yid. That it's drawn down to every single individual of yidin.